What the fuck is up, gamers? Welcome to another issue of Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Die. Not a threat. Just a fact. Just a fact. Uh, the number one pod, the number one and only leftism podcast made by, for, and of the Terminally Online. I'm Sarah, aka Who Divorce Amanda Palmer. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Val Flight Cub, aka Jacob Window. Jacob Wall. Jacob, Jacob Wall. Wall. <laughs> All these Berkmans crawl. <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh, I, I don't, I, I, you guys, like, basically, I was, I was gonna steal both of those nicknames prior to you saying them out loud. Um, <laughs> so. How are you gonna steal mine? I didn't say it. Well, like, they were both concepts. How about you, oh, call, how about you call yourself Jacob's Wool? Jacob's Wool. Jacob's Wool. <laughs> yeah. I know, because, like, okay, we had a lot of discussions before starting this episode about, like, how much attention we want to give to people who are being embarrassing online in this, a very regular Meltdown May. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like that we individually disqualified talking about Elon Musk's baby at length and talking about the epic divorce at length. But yet, mm-hmm. like, we have multiple topics related to Jacob Wool in our topics document this week. Listen, <laughs> I was the only one who prepared topics this week. You couldn't, neither of you, both of you had the power to stop me, but did not act. No, I mean, I want, I, I would very much love to talk about Jacob Wall. I feel like he's like a favorite topic. Yeah, I'm, I'm only, he I'm is. only upset that, uh, I'm only upset that host of the show Caroline was, uh, otherwise indisposed to talk she about. She wasn't able com- to come on for that. Because, I, I like, was just- she is our, our, our resident <laughs> Jacob Wall correspondent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, uh, so let, let's talk about Jacob's Wall first. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my man doesn't know how to make money anymore. So he was like, well, all the all the hot women I follow seem to be, I, I give a lot of money to hot women on OnlyFans. Maybe if I give maybe if I start on OnlyFans, hot women will give fi- me fifty dollars and just l- to look at my bad posts. <laughs> so oh, what does man. he put on OnlyFans? I don't know. No one because it's a it costs fifty fucking dollars to see what the hell he's doing. Oh I mean, my we God. have Patreon money. I feel like <laughs> I don't want to give it to Jacob Wall though, even for the sake of research. We it's can, research. It's vital research. That's we need to know what's up with this hole. That's fifty more dollars he can use to tr- to try to bribe someone into lying about sexual assault for him. Oh, true. Could we go, like pay, put the money in, look at the posts, and then cancel our subscription? <laughs> and then like Mr. Cra- and then like Mr. Krabs with the quarter tied around his finger. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Or Bender with the quarter tied around his finger. It could that be Bender. Bender could. also does that. Ben and then if is, the payment actually goes through, it'll be little bender things regret. <laughs> God, exactly. It, uh, yeah, no. God, like I feel he's, like his, he's not because like I I don't think Jacob Wall respects sex workers whatsoever. No, but not at all. Um, it would be really funny if we put that fifty dollars in and we just saw him goat seeing us. Like I would be. Tr- I would have to admit that I would have to admit that Jacob Wall trolled us. <laughs> yeah, no. I would. I would have to admit to being owned if he just like fully. Embraced, fully embraced his butthole and spread it wide open. <laughs> the thing is that Jacob Wool's like audience is like the like the wine moms that are like his best friend on Twitter. Like his audience is all middle aged women, so I feel like he couldn't get away with doing a goatsy. And all of his OnlyFans is just like him doing nice young man poses. Like I brought <laughs> I brought flowers for you on Mother Day, Mother's Day, and also I'm not wearing a shirt. Oh my god, yeah. That sounds really correct. He, um, uh, 
in the in in the uh, in the more info under his uh, only on his OnlyFans page, there's a link to an Amazon wish list with with a fucking MacBook and also a uh, 7.5 pound tub of protein powder. And those on are there. the only two things on it, right? <laughs> I, I haven't investigated. Hold on, let me let me do some on the ground research real yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah, because I I do remember seeing that. And is, I didn't is, is, actually is Twitter is, is OnlyFans just like Twitter where I would just go to like OnlyFans.com slash Jacob Bowl? I don't know, probably. Well, we're about to learn. Yeah, it sure is OnlyFans.com slash Jacob Bowl. There's a post from yesterday that says I'm smoking spite. <laughs> Run that by me again. I didn't hear what you just said. The post from yesterday says what? I can't see it. You're gonna have to type it because you are incoherent. I'm smoking spice, getting horny AF. Oh my god! But oh horny good. is censored with an asterisk. This ha- I feel like this. I feel like this entire thing has. Okay, so the Amazon li- wish list is no longer there. Uh, but god it does. It. His bio does just currently say, I am banned from Twitter and most social media. DM here for bribes. I also do feet pics, which is making me think that this might not be Mr. Wool himself. Yeah, no, I, th- I think he, he must have taken a different username. Yeah. Mm. Damn. But the, the, it does it does link to his, like, official, like, uh, website in the in the link to, in the link of his... I mean, post. if someone's trying to make it look like it's actually Jacob Wool, that's how you do it. You've got a good point. Let's try real Jacob Wool. I'd join you in this search, but I'm not going to Google Jacob Wall OnlyFans. I'm not getting that within my search history. I'm not having my uh, federal government handler have to see that. Uh, okay, hold on. I went to. I actually went to Jacob Wall. It's actually Jacob A. Wall. Hold on. Oh, yeah, that is usually his username, isn't it? Yeah, so that's on me for doing bad research. Okay, yeah. <laughs> it does not say anything about horny AF smoking spice, but... Okay. <laughs> His Amazon wishlist now only has the MacBook on it. Someone bought him somebody the protein already bought power. this. Yeah. <laughs> Good on him for getting his full. But yeah, there are. Uh, my man's put up thirty-eight posts. Good wow. lord. That's pretty. That's pretty prolific. So. Do you think it's because he's not allowed to have a Patreon? So he's using it as a Patreon. Or do you think he's really using it as an OnlyFans? There is no way in hell Jacob Wall would ever put him... There's no way in hell Jacob Wall would ever... Well, that's not true. He does pose, like, sexy, extremely edited photos of his extremely very real ripped chest on Instagram. So maybe Yeah, he, yeah, like, but he's not maybe he does that. Maybe he does that thing where, like, someone will wear, like, sweatpants and, like, drop the front down a little bit so you can kind of see, like, the pelvis contours leading down to the dick zone. Um, please. They're mm-hmm. called cum gutters. <laughs> right, I'm sorry. I forgot about the. I forgot about this podcast. Uh, <laughs> yeah, canon. You, you can't. You can't get out of the ancient HKIP lore here. Oh God. Um, but yeah, no. Speaking I, I can see him H-Kip. posting cum gutters. I can see him posting shirtless. He would absolutely, under no circumstance, post hog. Yeah, no, because he he it would get leaked. <laughs> Jake, Jacob Wall post hole. I I I'm standing outside Jacob Wall's house with a sign that just says Jacob Wall post hole, and I'm chanting in a single person protest. I can also <laughs> see him posting cheeks, like not hole, not spread cheeks. You think cheeks. he's you think he's going to be posted being double checked, double cheeked on a Sunday morning? Yeah, yeah, just cheeked right up. Uh um, and here's another here's another fun Jacob Wool story. Uh, in in uh, in our running story of how has Jacob Wool not been like punished or arrested or so- done something to uh, ever? 
Yeah. Uh, he is yet again trying to smear someone with uh, sexual assault allegations. Now, this time being Dr. Anthony Fauci, uh, the guy who's on Trump's coronavirus uh, panels. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the guy who seems to know what he's doing, and thus liberals are being really horny about him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Just so but, fucking weird, but so yeah, nonetheless the, the, not unrelated. The the most recent the most recent one before this was Mr. Wool uh, saying that uh, Eliz- Mr. Wool paying uh, a marine to say that Elizabeth Warren dommed the shit out of him, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and prior to that, uh, paying someone to uh, accuse Robert Mueller of sexual assault. Yeah, so it's yeah. actually been a while. He's been laying low for a little bit. Yeah, for a Probably little while. Probably because his mom said that he couldn't do any more press conferences on their front stoop. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I'm never allowed to, I'm never able to go out and get the newspaper anymore without getting heckled. Right, right, because reporters just kind of wait there, waiting for him to <laughs> to, to announce another thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I did see a take about this, and it's just like, the reason he keeps doing this unsuccessfully and yet will, you know, continue doing it is because it is it just pushes a wider narrative that sexual assault claims are exclusively done for partisan benefit. Uh-huh. Like, even if he fails at doing it, he nonetheless succeeds at pushing that narrative with people who will only slightly pay attention to the news. Yeah. Right? Like, he's creating the, di- the... He's creating more data points of... Yeah, fake. exactly. And, I mean, if you look at um, Democrats... Um, being polled about if they think that uh, be, being accused of sexual assault should accu- should recuse you from uh, being considered for the Supreme Court um, in 2017, 2018, they said uh, about 60 to 80%, I think, something uh, said that they agreed with that statement. Um, and when asked if a Democratic candidate should be disqualified for president for being accused of sexual assault, um, suddenly that number's down to like 30%. Hmm. Uh, what does that mean anything? It seems like uh, Democrats agree. Uh, Democrats think uh, Jacob Wool is doing great work. Anyway, I gotta yeah. open a beer now. The reason that I wanted to talk about this is mainly because the uh, the the woman who they paid, uh, uh, Diana Andrade. I, I'm pr- Andrade. I'm not entirely sure how to pronounce the last Andrade name. Andrade is probably right. Okay, uh, and there she recorded a nine minute and thirty five second call between her, Jacob Wool, and Jack Berkman. And there Fuck is yeah. some real fun stuff in here. So, like, when when Diana is, like, trying to, like, back down from this, uh, Jack Berkman says, let me tell you something, Diana. This guy shut the country down. He put 40 million people out of work. In a situation like that, you have to make up whatever you have to make up to stop that train. And that's the way life works, okay? That's the way it goes. And the then when she... It's, like, most particularly um, gross about this whole situation is, one... Um, Diana seems to at some point have been romantically involved with Jacob Wall Mm -hmm. and he wanted her to use like her own history with sexual assault as like inspiration for the fake story that they were weaving. Yeah. It paints like an even more disgusting picture of Jacob Wall than I already had. Yeah. And also like the fact that she's willing to admit this, that the, the first part, not the second part, um, Really shows that she is being honest here, because yeah. <laughs> why would you ever admit to dating Jacob Wool? Yeah, right. uh, there in the Reason dot com article, there's a photo of her and Mr. Wool uh, having fun in the sun in 2018. Um, another God, fun remember qu- having fun in the sun. No, remember one being outside and two, it's not fucking snowing in May. It's snowing in May. <laughs> there was like a fucking blizzard today. <laughs> We really um, love it. Uh, another uh, another fun thing from the recorded phone call. Uh, 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 
uh, so when when Diana Andrade responded that, uh, hey, uh, COVID-19 is pretty real. It's a huge deal, and you guys don't seem to believe in it. Uh, Jack Berkman replied, Mother Nature has to clean the barn every so often. How real is it? Who knows? So what if 1% of the population goes? So what if you lose 400,000 people? 200,000 were elderly. The other 200,000 are the bottom of society. You've got to clean out the barn. If it's real, it's a positive thing, for God's sake. Yeah, you love it. Jesus Christ. Uh, and then that's, that's what it really comes down to is a lot of people see this as just straight up like an opportunity for eugenics. Yeah. Like it's basically like you'll you'll have people on the left being like this is horrible. Black people are disproportionately affected by COVID-19. And then on the right you'll see excited people saying black people are disproportionately affected by COVID-19. Mm. Cuz yeah. that's Privately. really that's really how it goes. And then of course, yeah. you know, the whole thing about reopening states is literally just so they could kick people off of unemployment. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm pretty sure I said this last episode, but it's it remains true. Mm-hmm. That is that is the entire impetus behind a reopening states. There's no other reason. It's that and watching the stock market go up for a second so that people can cash out. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, what well, one last thing from this article that uh, y- you know, like how in like kids' cartoons, whenever the protagonist would tell like a really obvious lie to the villain, and the villain would just believe them, and you'd be like, no one would ever believe something that bl- something that blunt about obviously being a lie. You know what I'm talking about, right? Uh, here's the thing that here's the, one of the last things that uh, Andrade is recorded as saying on the phone call, which is like after Jake after Jacob Ball is like, can you just do this for me? And she's like, oh Jacob, come on, you have a way of charming people, and there are a lot of things I don't want to say in front of Jack, but I am so done with you. I do not want to deal with this anymore. I think you're actually an evil person. You're just <laughs> you're just so charming until you get me cornered. I don't know how you do it, but you find a way to make me go along with your little plans. <laughs> oh. Just like just like she. <laughs> Poor woman. She just like she just like completely lays out. No, you're. I fucking hate you. You're awful. And then just like gasses him up a little bit at the end. And then he's like, Yeah, got there, baby. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he is like very transparently, like into himself. Mm-hmm. And that that that's a decent play. But at the same time, it's so fucking fake and it's yeah. so funny. <laughs> mm. uh, anyways, uh, Jacob Wool is a uh, Jacob Wool is a garbage can of a person thank you for listening mm-hmm. yeah it's like nothing's gonna come of this because nothing's come of any of the other times that's proven what he's saying is completely fake yeah but, why would know, anything happen m- more stuff is out there at least yeah for the mounting court case against jake the mount speaking of mounting court cases uh did y'all see that shit hold on i gotta i I didn't get a chance to write to type this up to to bang this out in the doc so i gotta actually pull up a link to actually fucking look at shit so speaking of all that um mike flynn uh admitted to uh like pled guilty to his crimes and now the uh justice department is refusing to prosecute because uh they told a federal judge they don't believe they can prove a charge that the man admitted in court what yeah courts don't make any sense to me how do you need to prove it beyond him saying that he did it? I mean, I know that, like, people coerce confessions all the time, blah, 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 but, like... I feel come like, on! I feel like an admittance in court should be considered an admittance in court. <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> if it's something you're able to prosecute for and they have admitted to it in court, then probably you can go ahead with it unless they have... Res- like, I mean, unless, like, there's some case where they've rescinded it, but I'm pretty sure he didn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure he just said, yeah, this happened. 
Um, right. And it's it's really fun because apparently Obama put a put out a statement today or the other day that was like, "Wow, it shows that the Republicans are really just not interested in playing by the rules." And like, not to we fucking, fucking like, know that you dipshit. Not to like jerk <laughs> off about Merrick Garland, but like literally, this man had his this man has had his Supreme Court nominee blocked by some made up rules by the Republicans, like in his final yeah. year in office. Yeah. The the idea that Democrats always want to play by the rules. I mean, sorry, Democrats dealing with Republicans always want to play by the rules. Mm-hmm. Um, is a very like Lucy moving the football. It's the consistent Lucy moving the football of mm-hmm. American politics. Yep. Mm-hmm. And of course, Democrats won't play by the rules when dealing with leftists because they will, you know, fight harder against anyone on the left, far harder than they'd fight any Republican because leftists mm-hmm. don't share class interests with them. Yep. Right. Val, you were going to say something? Oh, the Merrick Garland thing. It wasn't even a rule. It was a, no. like, kind of a, it was like a cultural um, precedent of, like, yeah, we, we like to not do that because it had been done two other times in the past 200 years. Yeah, like, it, you know, it's not even, like, an enforced, it wasn't even a universal precedent because right. there were, yeah, because there had been Supreme Court justices nominated in election years before. Yeah. Yeah. It was, Which, the, yeah. it was just it was just it was just it was just bitch McTurtle saying mm, nah no thank you no yeah. thank you we don't um, want a moderate in the Supreme Court yeah, yeah they even put forward a fucking moderate mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I mean on that note wasn't it really cool when um, when um, he claimed to be pro life but then died anyway that was pretty cool uh, but that so- was not Neil Gorsuch. So. No. Um, more on that. Bar, more on that. Uh, Bar Justice Department thing. Bar was uh, asked about that, and someone was like, "Don't do you think this is going to like reflect poorly on you when in the future?" And the Bar just like should have responded, "Well, that depends on who's writing the history books." Which is like, like ninety percent of the Democrats' strategy is that all oh, people are going to look bad. This is going to look so bad on your resume in the future. The the history right. books are going to make you look like a fool and like. <laughs> As if the history books don't act like Reagan was one of the greatest presidents of all time. The history books act like we just... American history books just act like we left Vietnam. Yep. Oh my like, god. Yeah, no, that was, like, a, that so, was a so, hell of a discussion today. The Yeah, the thing is that, like, um, so going around Twitter today is uh, Giant Bomb, formerly of Giant Bomb, now WWE's Dan Reichert, uh... Uh, there, there was a, tw- there was a qu- clip of him playing, um, I think it was Command and Conquer with Mike Mahardy on Twitch. Um, yeah. and he was just completely dumbfounded about the fact that we lost the, Viet- uh, that we lost the Vietnam War. Um, mm-hmm. and... Vietnam was a tie. Yeah, so, like, I, I posted this in our, in our Discord, and did find that the vast majority of Americans are basically just taught this in school. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yeah. It, like the most that we're taught is like we did crimes, but we did we did we did some horrible war crimes, but we didn't we didn't lose that. We we just kind of we just kind of decided to not keep we forfeited. Yeah, we, I feel like most didn't. of the time the war crimes aren't even mentioned. No. Yeah, I just no. so happened to, I just ha- I just so happened to have a professor who was uh who was uh, about that shit. Yeah, see, my <laughs> high school history teacher was like an avowed communist, so I think I had an unusually good education on this kind of thing. That's pretty sick. Yeah. It was pretty sick. He he also smoked weed. <laughs> nice. I had an English teacher who smoked weed. It was it was great cuz when I uh, graduated from high school and was like working at McDonald's in the summer, I would like the the small period that overlaps with high school, I finally mm-hmm. found out where he was going when he would just kind of like disappear to make photocopies while we were doing our reading. <laughs> um, and it was to McDonald's to buy a single filet of fish. <laughs> oh 
my god that's so great <laughs> i love the idea that teachers can leave school property oh yeah during absolutely. the school day and during a class during class because we were, we were doing our reading we were we were like um it was an uh, ib class so like ap but stupider um okay so like we could be trusted to sit there and do our reading i guess did you say ib yes so yeah, did it stand for baccalaureate. advanced blacement? Basically, yes. Yeah. Uh, but yes, international baccalaureate. It's a dumb program. Matt, Either were way, you also, it was very Matt, were you also an IB diploma student? Hmm? Were you also an IB diploma student? I was, I only took some classes. I didn't take all of them. Uh, yeah, that, I, I did. That was a, I really overachieved in high school and I just kind of completely did did dog shit in college. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's exactly what happened to me. Like, I, I, I pushed myself very far in high school and then when I got to university, I was like, oh, when school is actually hard, I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> I've never out. been prepared for this. Yeah. 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 Uh, you know, spending 18 years being really good at math and then have running into one really good math, pro- one really difficult math class in college really made me run away from that entire thing as a concept, which is why now as a 25-year-old, I'm trying to return to school to do a math degree. Yeah, I'm <laughs> never going anywhere near math again. And if I catch my old math professor in the streets, it's on site. <laughs> Get his ass. Um, did y'all did y'all hear about Bridgegate? By the way, no, I I, I didn't. Um, I don't I don't remember the original story of Bridgegate, but I do re- I do I did read about like the uh, the recent case with it, which was the Supreme Court decision. What did Bridget do now? <laughs> uh, so if, so if you could explain exactly what Bridgegate is, that would be very helpful to me. Yeah, just give me two seconds to make sure that I have the details right. This is also something mm-hmm. I mostly educated myself on uh, in response to learning about this. Okay, so basically, Chris Christie and a bunch of politi- and uh, a bunch of his political empl- appointees colluded to create traffic jams in Fort Lee in Jersey uh, by closing mm-hmm. the lanes of the main toll plaza, uh, mm-hmm. mainly as an act of political retribution who, uh, against uh, the mayor of Fort Lee, who was uh, well. This again, allegedly. Because now the government uh-huh. has said that's not a grand conspiracy, um, mm-hmm. but it was basically like to make him look bad. So like basically just like Chris Christie colluded to make awful traffic jam happens mm-hmm. in the in the town of a uh, w- that was mayor that was uh, of of a town whose mayor did not support him during the twenty th- during the twenty thirteen Jersey gubernatorial election. Oh, so it's like it's like how um, states now are being denied COVID nineteen. Uh, PPE and ventilators based on uh, how they feel about the president. Mm-hmm. Isn't that and a fun precedent to, to, to keep setting and then to set at a federal court level with a unanimous 9-0 decision that they were not at fault? Yeah, and here's, here's, the, here's the fun thing. The original thing that- Bridgegate, somebody died also. Somebody died on the bridge in the terrible traffic because... Oh, because they're they trying were- to get to the hospital, right? I believe so, yeah. Oh, I didn't hear about that. No, yeah. I, I didn't... Re- I, yeah, okay. Wow, jeez. Yeah. Um, thank you, thank you, Chris Christie. But anyways, uh, yeah. so the 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 court voted unat the Supreme Court voted unanimously nine zero to uh, throw out the fraud convictions. Uh, mm-hmm. And he- here's what Justice Elena Kagan had to say. Uh, she said literally that uh, I'm quoting from a CNN article here. Forgive me. Mm-hmm. Uh, for no reason other than political payback, the aides used a deception to cut across to cut access lanes from Fort Lee, New Jersey, to the bridge. The move quote jeopardized the safety of the town's residents unquote Kagan wrote, but included that quote not every corrupt act by state or local officials is a federal crime. Fuck off. Why not? 
I, I need you to tell, I, I need someone to tell me now in 50, in, in, fi, you know what, I'll, I'll give you, a, I'll give you a thousand words to tell me why I need to care about the people that Joe Biden would nominate to the Supreme Court if this is the kind of shit that our Supreme Court is doing. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the Supreme Court argument always strikes false with me because, you know, Clarence Thomas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, obviously that also, like that, that argument is already lost for them. Mm-hmm. It's like... Just- why isn't there a rule, a law that's just don't do corruption? You, you'd hope so. It's, it's blanket. It's an, an umbrella rule. Yeah. It's, it's like, it's really frustrating when these kind of things have to go to the Supreme Court because the Supreme Court fucking sucks ass, dude. Yeah, they just throw, they, they just Dead. throw shit out. Like the, it's, it, it is a, it, it's very difficult to charge public officials with, cor- for corruption. There's there's Great. one right now about uh, there's one court uh, case that's going back to the Supreme Court right now. It was about uh, restricting abortion access, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and essentially it went to the Supreme Court and was struck down under the previous court. And they're actually managing to get it back to the Supreme Court within three years of the original decision. So it's like not even not even the precedent can help anymore. <laughs> yeah, like the the whole court system is busted, and this is like a whole. I mean, it's a whole discussion on where the uh, the right focuses a lot of their energy. Um, like, there's a whole, basically, sect of Christianity whose entire purpose is getting as many, like, evangelical Christian judges as possible. Yeah. Like, that's, like, their whole thing. Yeah. And it, uh, it's yeah. basically, like, the left needs to focus on the judicial system as much as possible. Yeah, I, I saw a fun like tw- I saw a fun couple of like a Twitter thread the other day that just kind of pointed out that like Merrick Garland fucking sucked and like definitely the Republicans did like stop that from happening. But also like uh that like the the speed at which Trump is pushing judges through uh court like into judgeships is like unprecedented and mm-hmm. the DNC extremely dragged their feet on doing anything of the sort back when they were in control because they were just so right. goddamn confident that her was going to win. <laughs> Yeah, basically. Um, if you want to hear more about that abortion rights case, uh, you can listen to the podcast Worst Year Ever. They had an episode recently called Fighting for Abortion Rights During the Pandemic. Um, that is where I um, I heard about that situation originally. It's an interview with someone who is basically, they have, they, they have branches in various states suing for access to abortion, both throughout the pandemic and also just in general, just the pandemic has made it kind of worse. And it's generally focused on Oklahoma right now because they're the state that refused to comply with the original order. Mm. And they're the one, they're the state for which it's going back to the Supreme Court. But of course, you know, like that can expand to various other states once a new precedent is set that they can refer to. Right. The judicial system is busted in general, though. Like having anything rely on precedent is so fucking stupid. But otherwise it would require them to fucking think. They would have to think about every individual case and not just refer to precedent. Yeah, and all they want to think about right now is giving big bailouts to fucking lobbying corporations. Oh Don't my see god, that Nancy fucking Pelosi. Nancy, Nancy Pelosi. Pelosi. <laughs> oh my Nancy, god. I, 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 that, I, I have been I've been court ordained to make this joke. Nancy Pelosi, orange justicing all the way to the bank. Yeah. I mean like some of the some of the companies that are applying for like small business loans are really just blowing my mind the absolute audacity of the shit they're pulling right now. And the fact that the Democrats like Nancy Pelosi is basically ruling the house by fiat right now. 
like people aren't really going in so she's just making decisions without any dis- discussion and yeah. all her decisions fucking suck ass like the like fact there, that corpor- there is- the corporate lobbying lobby the lobby for the lobbyists is angling for a bailout during this is like well, how else? The how else is gall. how else is Nancy Pelosi gonna line her? How else? The, how the fuck else is Nancy Pelosi gonna afford her like gold, her like gold plated casket that she intends to be buried in, and her like seventy dollar <laughs> ice cream? Oh my god! Like like Nancy Pelosi, Nancy Pelosi is going to be buried in, and her tomb will be surrounded by the ro- by those robot statues from Animal Crossing that take like five billion materials to make. No, Nancy Pelosi is gonna be buried in ceramic because her grave will be a gender neutral bathroom. God. <laughs> Nancy Pelosi gets like oh God. Nancy Pelosi, please <laughs> deleting delete that from the edit. <laughs> Noted. No, no, don't don't delete it. Just censor it because then people will wonder what it is. <laughs> there we go. That's <laughs> that's how my bim bam got big in the early days. They censored Justin farting, and then. <laughs> Yeah, Wait, we're gonna really? get that Mbim Bam money on the on the eve of episode one hundred. That that mm-hmm. wasn't the first time the Mbim Bam you censor. I think the first time Mbim Bam actually like bleeped something out was when uh, uh I I can't remember if it was Justin or Griffin, but one of them like described what the act of supermanning that hoe actually was. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean that's just that's just middle school lore. It is, but they censored it. It was like it was like in their first like one hundred <laughs> episodes. Yeah. I think. Smart. But yeah, Listen, no, they, Nancy they Pelosi sucks they, shit. They haven't talked about cum enough yet. But we have here at HK. I mean, we know that talk, talking about cum is fine on this podcast. <laughs> cum Only is a human ritual. cum, though. Cum is a way of life. Only We're human allowed cum. to talk about human cum. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> oh my god. Um, I guess the the one other thing that I have to bring today is uh, I I I've been I've got a story here about uh, doing a cringe coup with my fair uh, doing a cringe coup with my fail mercenaries. Yeah. <laughs> so the thing fucking, that that annoys me about this whole situation is how nothing will happen. Oh, but absolutely, continue. nothing will happen. <laughs> but well, I mean. Eight of these, eight of the people who attempted to do this coup did get epically owned by getting by getting killed in it. So, oh, good. I thought I thought there was only arrests. There was kills. No, too. no, no. There were eight casualties that uh, on Sunday. So, okay, here's what, what happened is, and I wish I'd had more time to like actually go into the weeds on this story because this is a pretty big, this is a pretty like deep story. Basically, what happened is that uh, uh, Silver Corp, Silver Core, run by uh, Jordan Gordreau. Jordan Goudreau, Goudreau, thank you, was uh, going to quote extract uh, Maduro and co-, and co in a fucking Jack Ryan ass coup in, in in a Jack. I don't know why I pronounce it coup. A Jack Ryan ass <laughs> coup in Venezuela. No, they were F- going to extract him in a coop. They were going to put him in the back seat of his coop. <laughs> the coop. <laughs> just hang, just just put him up there with the chickens. <laughs> poke him until he lay. Poke poke him until Maduro lays a stinky egg. <laughs> What if he was embarrassed about the egg? That would be pretty funny. <laughs> that would be pretty funny. Um, but they got completely decimated. Like uh, on Sunday, on Sunday, May third, uh, they uh, there was a an early strike that like eight of the eight of the people who were involved in this got killed in the middle of it. Then the next day, um, a bunch of them were arrested, were like uh, detained by some fucking Venezuelan fishermen. There's a really good picture of I all think of that's, them. Just that's my favorite part about it is that it wasn't even the army that detained them. <laughs> no, it was just. Some- <laughs> It was just some dudes fishing. 
They're like, look at these fucking dipshits. Let's just go arrest them. My favorite, there's a really good picture of like all of the fucking, uh, all of the uh, American mercenaries laid out in like a grid. And one of them has very obviously pissed his pants. And he's like on a slope. So the piss has trickled down towards his face. And they're like face down, arms behind their back. Like yeah. a real, real good pose. This is the real ending to Jack Ryan. <laughs> yeah, someone um, photoshopped John Krasinski into that photo. Please. Yeah. Um, they, uh, what, uh, I, I got some quotes here from Goudreau. One being that uh, this isn't a wartime action. This is a... Hold on. Let me, let, me get in, let me get in character for this. This isn't a wartime action. This is a policing action. The world recognizes one guy as president, so they hired me to arrest the other person who, had his, who has usurped power, Nicolas Maduro. It's very funny cool. that even, like, even before he led this strike... Even fucking Juan Guaido was like, do not do this. Yeah. <laughs> like, he, like, he refuses there was, there were to... Conversations, um, there, there were uh, conversations between uh, Guaido... Or not Guaido. Um, fucking... One of Guaido's guys, J.J. Uh, yeah. uh, Rendon, Rendon um, uh, who was a political strategist. And there, there were, like, conversations about, like, setting this up beforehand. But, like, back in September... Back in, like, fall of last year, they had, like, an explosive argument. And uh, Rendon, Rendon just kind of assumed that th that wasn't going to happen anymore. And mm. then Sunday morning, fucking dipshit as Jack Ryan motherfucker storms the beaches of Venezuela, gets gets eight of his men epically owned in the line of duty, and then, like, one of has one of his buddies lay down in a puddle of his own piss. Jeez. Like they fucking apparently like their their training camp like just they literally didn't even have like enough food and also they weren't paying anyone. Mm -hmm. Like it's it's very funny that they thought that they had to go forward with this at this time. But I, I feel like it was basically like they were literally going to run out of money if they didn't go forward. And yeah, like, like as soon the as, thing as about soon these guys is that they're all fucking ego lords. Yeah, as, right? as soon as the contract was signed, uh, Rendon said that uh, uh, Gord Gudr Goudreau began uh, uh, like acting weird. Uh, he said he he was not able to provide evidence of the money that he had. He demanded immediate payment of a one point five million retainer, uh, a one point five million dollar retainer. There was no evidence of eight hundred men, uh, and uh, fucking he sent this like really intimidating text. Like Washington is fully aware of your direct participation in the project, and I don't want them to lose faith. Jeez, can we talk for a second about his fucking Instagram? <laughs> Yes, please. Can do, we talk about do. Silver Corp's Instagram? Let's which, talk about like, let's talk about their social media writ large because I got a good yeah. one also. But you go first, Matt. I mean, like first of all, I think it's a very active Instagram. But if you look back far enough, it looks like it started as like like a free running like parkour kind of shit. Like it was like a, it was like a fitness club first before they got oh into the God. regime change business. Um, oh, did, did you see that thing about them fucking, like, copy-pasting shit from, a dip, from like, uh, uh, oh, God, I can't remember what the fuck it was. Just some, like, other websites, like, Terms of Service or something? Yes, they copied the Terms of Service from, wasn't it, like, the fucking, um, website that Neil Gaiman had a class with? Oh my god, I think it was. I'm pretty sure it was oh. literally that one. And they didn't even, they didn't even remember to, they didn't even remember to change the name in every place. Yeah, they didn't. That's how they knew it was. So it was like master master class. That's what it's master called. Master class, yes, thank you. Um, <laughs> I and then also whatever I think I had confused that for whatever the fuck uh uh J um what the fuck was his name? What the fuck's his name? Not Logan Paul, the other one. Jake Jake Paul. Paul. Jake Paul. Team I almost 100. called him J I almost called him Jacob Paul because we'd been talking about Jacob Wall earlier and I, that <laughs> felt so wrong. Jacob Paul. 
Now I'm thinking. I'm really Jacob thinking Paul. about it. <laughs> this MF named Jacob Paul. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, the other thing I love is that, like, it was very much. I mean, this is almost everyone on Instagram, but it was very much one of those Instagrams that's very much trying to extend their reach by putting a million hashtags on things. And uh-huh. I'm pretty sure one of the hashtags was literally regime change. Uh, hold on, let me let me find the because uh, someone posted it. Hold on, let me find the uh, let me find the picture. Yeah, yeah. I, I just want you to read out some of the it's choice just a, hashtags. It's just a bunch. Of, it's just a photo of a bunch of guys at a fucking sports bar that they look like they, they look like a bunch of Mormons. They're all just in white collared shirts with tie with black ties, and it's the 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 post is the varsity team hashtag Silver Corp USA hashtag after active shooter training hashtag our greatest asset hashtag nutrition hashtag active shooter hashtag Silver Corps USA again that's the second time Silver Corps USA shown up hashtag no us no us defians defiance ha- <clears throat> hashtag d it's d e f i o n s okay but it could sure. it could also be it could also be like a french thing and it's going to be like new defiant but that i don't know really strange uh, yeah, hashtag school hashtag school security define. hashtag kane corso hashtag harley davidson hashtag fifth special forces group hashtag, hashtag airborne harley davidson Hashtag airborne, hashtag military, hashtag tactics, hashtag CrossFit, hashtag silver core, hashtag silver core agent, hashtag fitness. Oh my god! <laughs> also, who is searching out hashtag active shooter on Instagram? I don't. Wasn't that wanted, one of them? I think maybe they just assumed that there was an active shooter somewhere that day, which is a fair bet to make. God. Uh, they were eating at but a place again, that, Okay, sorry. I just want to say the name of the place they were eating is called Burger Theory. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I got a Burger Theory. I really want a fucking burger right now. <laughs> well, Matt, it sounds like we need to fucking dissect what kind of burger you want to eat. Just time for a little bit of Burger Theory. <laughs> Welcome to the Burger Theory Corner. Yeah, oh the my podcast. It's, a, it's our new podcast within a podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, okay, hold on. There's some more uh, from from friend of the show uh, Jinkos at Gaping Maws on Twitter posted a <laughs> posted some other really good pictures from Silvercore USA. Uh, so here's a picture of th- there's this picture of this guy who kind of looks like like uh, like if you took like John Cena and like just sculpted like 50 percent of his mass off of his body and just like 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 it like if you just like pressed a cookie cutter to him and cut off like like 50 percent of his mass that's what you would have and he's just like standing over this fucking big ass river and just looking extremely confused up into the sky but here it's it, the caption is a man who never loves gives no hostage to fortune hashtag active shooter training hashtag our greatest asset hashtag nutrition hashtag active shooter hashtag silver core USA hashtag new defiance hashtag school hashtag school security hashtag Kane Corso hashtag Harley Davidson hashtag fifth special forces group hashtag airborne hashtag military hashtag tactics hashtag CrossFit hashtag silver core agent hashtag fitness so it looks like they just slapped those hashtags on every single post they made the thing hashtags in general always just kind of weird me out like it's one of the reasons i just don't get instagram as a platform what there okay sorry there is one more that has different hashtags and this one's killing me uh this one is like four the like four of them standing on like a a shitty metal ramp that looks like appears to be hoisted atop uh uh, like an f1 a ford f-150 yeah um and the caption is platform assault fast and effective method to attain high ground during a deliberate assault dot 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 Hashtag Silvercorp USA, hashtag Italy, hashtag Miami, hashtag Israel, hashtag tactical, hashtag fitness, hashtag nutrition. Hashtag Anakin, I have the high ground, hashtag Darth Vader, hashtag Star Wars Day, hashtag May the Fourth be with you. 
Um, if you want some more information on the uh, the failed Venezuela coup, well, hold on, hold on. One more thing before you, before you get more information, I got one more thing. Yeah. This this fucking they tweeted this on the day. So this is like this is the on this is Sunday May third. They tweeted this at eight oh three p.m. Uh, and so this is the this is the day that like that uh, eight of them got like the in like their mm-hmm. their first wave. Eight of them got killed. They tweeted this before going trying to storm the beaches and getting captured by the uh, Venezuelan fishermen. Strike force incursion into Venezuela. Sixty Venezuelan two American ex Green Beret at real Donald Trump. Yeah, at they sure did tweet at the actual president about that, huh? Oh, my God. He tweeted that via the Twitter web app also, which means that he did not use the Twitter app. He just went to Twitter on his browser, I'm pretty sure. On Oh, jeez. <laughs> Horrifying. Um, <laughs> the um, Anyways, Matt, you were saying about... Uh, yeah, the, finding- the podcast that I always like to go to about anything relating to, um, to Venezuela is always citations needed. Mm-hmm. Because they just are very informed on the, well, I mean, like, they're, they're a media criticism podca- podcast, so they will get into the way that the U.S. media ecosystem discusses Venezuela and also the CIA a lot. Um, and their latest news brief, which would require you to subscribe to their Patreon, but I would recommend doing that anyway because it's, like, some of the best news podcasting and it's not so frequent that it's going to overwhelm you. They have a news brief posted May 7th, so just two days ago. Botched Venezuela coup attempt permits snarky U.S. pundits endless bumbling CIA jokes. And it's it's talking about the Venezuela coup, but also about how media portrayals of the CIA as being, like, bumbling fuck-ups, which is something that happens in, like... I mean, that that's, like, the main thing that Martin Freeman's character was doing in Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Was just being kind of, like, a bumbling fuck-up. Yeah, and you know, every, like that every kind of thing is a very—it's a very harmful portrayal because it acts like they don't have their fingers in like every pie possible. Yeah, right? and also like every procedural cop drama always being so fucking mad whenever like the upper, whenever like the CIA or the FBI gets involved, and then they just come mm-hmm. in and fuck everything up. Also, right, right. It, um, it's like it's an intentional um, portrayal. You could say that. It's like much. how Sarah Palin was uh, kind of disarmed by. Um, Tina Fey's impression of her. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. It's like, you you think someone's, like, I mean, like, she is, she she very much is dumb. But yeah. it, it definitely, um... It made people underestimate the how cruelty fucking of her, yeah. yeah, of her policies. and. I yeah. mean, that's true of Republicans Policy in general positions. now, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. Like, it's, you know, doing, a, we, doing we, a funny drumpf is, like, a real uh, disstatement, dis disstatement that's not a real fucking word whatever uh it does a real disservice to how like just actively evil he is at most Mm -hmm. times right yeah um the uh and of course uh trump trump and his administration has has denied uh any knowledge of this whatsoever uh in a statement made by katie miller which i only bring up because i want to talk about how katie miller tested positive for the roni she Mm. does got the roni she and got the Roni, and it, the 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 way this was brought up is that Trump Trump did like a completely like Trump does nothing but inane press conferences these days. But there was do a you really, have the transcript really, of this one handy? Uh, Please I can tell grab me you have the transcript of this. Give one me handy. a second. Give me a second. I can grab the transcript. All I know is that this is some of. I mean, I like we know that every Trump statement is incoherent, but like he manages to somehow be against the concept of testing for coronavirus mm-hmm. because the coronavirus test gave a result that he does not like. Yeah. Like, yeah. it is like, truly an astounding statement. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the um, when one okay, this is per, uh, per DDL8 on Twitter asked about the member of Pe- the Pence staff who's tested positive. Trump says, "Quote: Well, I don't know much about it. She's a very fo- she is a wonderful uh, young woman, Katie. She's tested very good for a long period of time. Then all of a sudden today, she tested positive." Mm-hmm. That's how it works. Is you're not sick and then you are. Yeah. So, tested and- good. Also, just as a phrase. Mm-hmm. Love it. It's an intelligent thing to say. Mm-hmm. And it's good that the person in charge of the country is talks like that. Um, anyway, because um, it's, yeah, it's moral to not have COVID nineteen, and it's immoral to have it. Yeah, it's he's good. just he, he he's just outright saying now, like the, the more tests we get, the more numbers go up, and the worse mm-hmm. that looks for me. Which is like we knew that's what was going on already. Like we we knew that that was why there was so there was so limited testing at the start of this. But you know. Mm-hmm. The fact that, like, the media ecosystem is willing to give Republicans the benefit of the doubt at any point is, like, truly astounding to me. New York Times fucking bent themselves over backwards to find, find, like, a scientist who would actually corroborate this and who would just be like, well, he's right, actually. You know, if you get tested, the numbers do go up. So, it's it's, it's bonkers. Like, what's the caseload at right now? Like, it's, like, isn't it getting pretty close to, like, 80,000 deaths at this point? Let's find and it out. just really just, seems like no one's taking it seriously there. Yeah. Let's let's just do a quick uh, head over to NewYorkTimes.com slash interactive slash 2020 slash US slash coronavirus dash US dash cases dot HTML. Oh, that little chestnut. Hold on. I need to get past. I need to get past their paywall with my elite hacking skills. I need, I'm opening a Chrome. I'm opening an incognito Chrome tab. Are you in? <laughs> yeah. Um, Can you do some loud keyboard noises and then say I'm in? Uh, per per New York Times, we're we're over one point three million cases and uh, uh seventy eight thousand over seventy eight thousand dead. Okay, so yeah, getting close to that uh that eighty k mark. And that that's and to be clear, that is just in the states. That is not yes. Uh, that's, that's not the not worldwide, worldwide caseload. <laughs> God, did you see the BBC posting? Um, Italy has now posted the highest rates in the EU. Oh, that made me so mad. <laughs> like, buddy, the UK is not out of the EU yet. And they are clearly ahead, because Boris yeah. Johnson, while managing to miss the Rona himself, um, has very much botched the response of the UK. God, I hope Katie Miller gives Trump the Rony. I really mm-hmm. hope that she gives him the Rony, and that he, like, and that he uh, go, FBI do not interact uh, from. Yeah, it. FBI do not interact, but <laughs> I hope that if if he doesn't go the full way and die, that he at least gets significantly impaired lung function, so he can't talk for as long. Yeah, because we um, don't need Trump two-hour rallies to come back once, like, if you're able to go outside again. Yeah, the, the the Trump administration is just like extra, obviously pushing for this country to open because the line must go up. Um, they're projecting like three thousand de- deaths a day by June, which is uh, just just for comparison's sake, uh, just a nine eleven. Yeah, just under a nine eleven. Uh, I believe two thousand nine hundred and something some odd people died on nine eleven. Oh my god! So now I'm just remembering there was a fucking. Who was it who did the, um, who used, like, the COVID-19 projection, which was just basically, like, the Microsoft Excel cubic function? Was that the White House, or was it CNN? Um, I don't remember. I I only saw this tweet in passing. Oh, my God. They did, like, the most base, they're just like, we have this new coronavirus model that's predicting that cases will get to this point. And then when, like, pressed about the model that they use, we're like, yeah, it's the cubic function in uh, Microsoft Excel. Like, it's (laughs) not a model based on anything. It was just the absolute basic function. 
Uh, one that made the line go down. One that made the line go down. Okay. Well, yeah, mind. you want the line to go down for case numbers. Mm-hmm, just mm-hmm, in, in, mm-hmm. in um in comparison, uh, just uh, uh, the other day, Seoul, Seoul over in South Korea, uh, they had uh, they've actually managed to get they they've gotten their cases so low to the point that they've actually been able to like marginally resafe like safely re- start to reopen things mm-hmm. yesterday they had like a spike of 16 new cases no deaths no recent deaths but like 16 new cases and they're all immediately going back into shutdown whereas like yeah. you know virginia for or, uh, for example virginia which has a similar population density uh is uh about the you know about the same population size uh just has like that like hundreds of new cases within like over 100 cases in the past in the past day and just you know we're we're going right. back i mean like states are reopening where the caseload hasn't even leveled off yet yeah mm-hmm. like it new hasn't York even is- got to a point where it's not increasing it's still increasing yep. it's just increasing at a slightly lower rate yep so like new they York- they look at the the trend line and if you like you know you map it as like a as a cubic function, then the if the if the acceleration of cases is going down, then you will have a line that's going down, and then that's a point where you could say it's not you can reopen the state. It's accelerating slower. The jerk, the jerk yep. is decreasing. Yep, and uh, over here in New York State, just to you know, bring it to the the hotbed of uh, where where it's the I think it's the worst in the country right now. Yeah, um, for sure. Uh, Cuomo is already like outlining his plans for when when we can reopen, and Cuomo has Cuomo has uh, very quickly gotten to Cuomo learned a very good lesson from Trump, which is that it doesn't matter what you're saying on TV as long as you are on TV and saying things, people will uh, mm-hmm. people will say yes, good, we love it because his approval rating is at an all time high right now. So what you're saying because, is that you are not a Cuomo sexual. I will fucking kill you. <laughs> it's. It's so frustrating because the national conversation, like, should still be focused on how are we going to get, how are we going to reduce cases, how are we going to reduce infection, how are we going to keep people safe, but we've already had that conversation, the answer is, we're not, thanks, so now we're moving on to the next question, which is how, when are we going to reopen, how are we going to reopen? It's like, yeah, no, it really fucking You have, you can't just give any answer, you have to give the answer of, this is how we're going to make it better, this is how we're going to make it safe, and then we can move on to opening up, like, it doesn't... I want to cut we don't, this off. We don't just get to wait it out. Like, Yeah. I want to, uh, I, I guess I want to move on from this because I, if we keep this going on for much longer, I'm going to start spouting, I'm, my, my eyes are going to roll back in my head and I'm going to start spouting some black pill nonsense. So does anything have anything else they want to bring up before we move on to <laughs> I just Since you brought up approval ratings, I want to note that um, almost every single Canadian premier's approval rating, premier's being the people who lead provinces, like a governor. Uh, Mm -hmm. almost every premier's approval rating has like gone up during this event just by like basic communication. Like Justin Trudeau's approval ratings are doing great. Um, like he's doing a comparatively good job to the States, but he's still doing a shitty job. We discussed this on the last two episodes. I'm pretty sure. So I don't need to get into it. Um, Jason Kenney, the premier of Alberta is absolutely eating shit. He is absolutely like his approval ratings have tanked and he, is now at a zero oil environment and he despite all economic and environmental signs was still doubling down on oil as oil was going into the toilet and is now completely eating shit in approval ratings and you love to see it you do love to see it um 
it's what he deserves. So this is only like this is only related through like an extremely stupid like this is like fucking eight degrees six degrees of Kevin Bacon shit yeah. of uh, connections from what Matt said to what I'm gonna say. But did y'all okay. hear that shit about uh, JetBlue flying a bunch of their like commercial planes over New York City as a oh my god as a, as a thank you to workers? Uh huh. The thing that New Yorkers love and makes them feel safe. Uh, is low-flying low planes. planes. <laughs> low, like, Over Manhattan, you, yeah. You better make sure that every single person in that city knows what the hell you're doing because yeah, if they just the hear fuck? like the roar of a jet engine in their fucking in their fucking queen's apartment at like 7 p.m., like... What was the thing we were never supposed to forget? The Alamo, right? I, I don't know. My, yeah. my note... Uh, I, this is cribbing from someone. This is cribbing from another joke. But my notebook only goes back to September twelfth, two thousand one. So this seems great to me. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, oh my gosh! The, the, so and stupid. The, uh, just, to, just to illustrate the the fucking like uh, monkey bars that my brain had to swing upon to get from what Matt was talking about to what I had to say. Matt mentioned Justin Trudeau, which reminded me that today he said some shit about like we need to all support our heroes and say thank you to the grocery workers whenever you go there. Which made me think about how Kroger is cutting their quote hero pay, which was a two dollar increase pay. Two dollars, and they're already cutting it. Yeah, and that, that's and that very similar th- to Canada, where like. Like the second richest person is Galen Weston, who owns uh, like the l- several large grocery store chains, and they're only paying like an extra two dollars an hour. Like they haven't cut it yet, but like people have been working very consistently for like barely any extra money, and it fucking sucks yep. ass. Yep. Hey, do you remember that time that Pete Buttigieg fi- fixed bread prices? Yeah, <laughs> I think about that literally a- every time I buy bread. I just want to take us back to a simpler time for a moment. I yeah. know, my God. <sighs> like, I went to go grab a loaf of bread, and it wasn't on sale. And it was, like, under $2. And I'm like, this is the hmm. price that bread should be. And I remember grocery shopping, like, five years ago. And <laughs> you would, it would be, like, $4 for a loaf of bread. This was just a normal thing that we had to deal with. And then they sent us a $25 gift card as part of the settlement. It, like, every I love time that I think- it's a gift card, too. It's not even, like... Oh, yeah, it was a gift it's card that money. we had to spend at their store. Right. Like, you fucked up. You don't get to benefit from the... What? Like, you would, you probably would have bought more food from us if you could have, if our bread hadn't been so expensive. So, uh-huh. now you can. Now yeah, you can. Un- unfor- unfortunately, but spending $4 on a loaf of bread made me unable to buy the two things of Haichu I was also hoping to walk out of there with. <laughs> God, my life is just fucking Haichu. Eight cans of <laughs> What's Haichu? Oh, you never had Haichu? It's like, um, I, this is controversial, but I think of it like, it's, it's, it's the, it's the unholy fusion of Starburst and Gushers. Yeah, they're like Starburst, oh. but better. I am. Yeah, exactly. Sure. Thank you. Thank you, Matt. Thank you. I'm, I'm, I, that's how I used to describe them. And I'm afraid of that because people get mad at me for insinuating that there was a better thing than Starburst. <laughs> Look, people have very hot opinions about any kind of food. So you really but just no, have it's to own, own them. You need to be as strong it, as Lyris and be completely 100% staunch in your food opinions. Yeah. It's, uh, it, is it a uh, Japanese, uh, fruit snack, fruit candy that, uh, you can find it in the, inter- probably find it in like the international aisle of your local grocer. It's H I H I dash C H E W. I highly recommend the mango ones. Alrighty. That's not my actual light bringer this week, but we can get into, we can get into light bringers unless anyone has anything else to talk about before we go on. Yeah, I do. Yeah, go ahead. Um, So Finland's two-year test of universal basic income has concluded, and it doesn't seem to disincentivize working, um, and it actually 
improves recipients' mental and financial well-being. Which is just... It's funny how they keep doing this study. It keeps proving that correct, and yet it never moves forward anywhere. No, yeah. It's just something to thonk about, you know. Who knows what that yeah, what it means? That, like we had one, we had a, a basic income pilot in Ontario, which was shut down the second that Doug Ford came into power. Like it was literally the first thing he signed was shutting. Yeah, that it sounds down. right. So it, it it never made it to air. <laughs> like it was <laughs> waka waka. Nice. My my body immediately punished me for that joke by making me a hiccup. The yeah, UBI did not get six that. seasons in a movie. Yeah. So it. And then, like, of course, Mincom was, like, the, the gold standard of this kind mm-hmm. of experiment, and it was done in, uh, in Manitoba in mm-hmm. the 70s. And, like, the records of that study were basically buried in federal archives. Like, no one can oh, get yeah. to them. No, because what if it says something good? Like, that's how this goes. It, it proves it every time, and yet nothing mm-hmm. can happen. Like, I have my own problems with UBI, but it's definitely better than most systems as they are part right. currently. It's better than nothing. Yes, it is indeed better than nothing, and it's also one of the best possible things you could do when just, like, absolutely no one can work ever. Uh-huh. Which is, once we, like, if we ever get to a, a situation where that's true, we'll think about trying to test it, but right uh-huh. now it's just not relevant, so we should just um, continue to not, not. Yeah, we should just move on from this subject. Yeah, it's, it's not relevant, so... Um, I do have another, I have another, um, shout out as well. Matt, did you, do you have another subject? Another topic? I just, I mean, I, I, there was no nice way to bring it up, but I did like find an article today in the Toronto star about how COVID-19 deaths in nursing homes and long care homes oh. are four times as bad in for profit centers versus ones run by the state. Oh my God. And I, four, four times. times. And I just like reading the sentence for profit long ter- long term care homes made me want to scream. Mm-hmm. Um, and so yeah. I wanted to get that out right before we go into Lightbringers, so that you don't have to think about it for too long. I also, but if you do think about it, my- go um, go redacted redacted a long care home CEO. Yeah, yeah. My my granddad's in one of those, and it is costing my grandmother like oodles of money mm-hmm. she's just having to pay out she had to move him to a to a worse place because the the original place was just charging her hand over fist to take care of him it's horrible it is. It's, capitalism makes it so that you, there's no one that you shouldn't exploit for money yeah yep like these people haven't suffered in their lives long enough yeah but it's efficient capitalism we have to also the market is efficient yeah. and they'll run the homes efficiently. Efficiently being allowing people to die faster so that they don't have to have them mm-hmm. in the care homes for as long. Profitably. Yeah. Profitable. So I have a I do have a, a positive shout out Thank as well. God. So Yes. So this is a bit of a history lesson. Um, but so the story uh, in general is that um, Ireland, people from Ireland have been donating a lot of money oh, yeah, yeah, to yeah, yeah. um the Navajo Nation, and it's because uh, it's it's in return it's returning a favor that the uh, the Choctaw people. So in 1847, um, during the potato famine in um, Ireland, the Choctaw people raised 170 dollars, which is the equivalent of around five thousand dollars today, um, to to help um, people in uh, in Ireland uh, affected by the mm-hmm. potato famine. In County Cork, there's a stainless steel sculpture which is. Uh, nine eagle fed- feathers arranged in a circu- circular shape reaching towards the sky. I'm reading from a, an article right mm-hmm. now. So that's like the symbol of 
that act was like was you know really important yes 172 years later ireland is giving back so more than a million donations have come in from ireland to um the choctaw tribe to return the favor so this is in you know in response for um to native people being adversely affected by COVID-19. Yeah, due to, uh, due to conditions on reserves being like absolute garbage. And let let me um, make it particularly clear. Uh, the Irish potato famine happened like four or five years after the Trail of Tears. So like the Choctaw wow. people had wow. yeah. like very little resources and yet still pooled a lot of money and resources together to help the Irish people during the famine. Like it was, it, it was like yeah. a huge, huge thing. Even just like, it was already a good thing, but then considering the circumstances that they were in, Right. They could have easily said, you know, we have enough to worry about on our end, right? <laughs> but they didn't. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it's, it's a really lovely it's, story. Yeah. It's cool that um, <laughs> Native reserves today are disproportionately hit by this and the federal government hasn't really done much. And that's Canada and the United States. He said sarcastically, <laughs> it's not cool. <laughs> it's not cool at all. <laughs> yes. I don't know why I thought that that was the sarcastic statement we needed to clarify was was sarcasm, but something about it just hit me. <laughs> no, yeah, that's it's probably wise. <laughs> so yeah, is it time for Lightbringers? I think it's time for yeah. the Lightbringers. I will go first with the very obvious one of, I got Animal Crossing New Horizons, and I have never owned a video game console, um, but bought myself a Switch. I had to buy a Switch Lite because all the Switches are on back order from... Nintendo, but yep. um, I'm really loving my Switch Lite, and I'm really loving playing Animal Crossing. And it's a, it was a big decision because it's you know it's like two hundred dollars for the Switch Lite, and I was like worried that it was going to be a big, huge waste of money. But it's been um, really rewarding and really fun. Do you just have Animal um, Crossing right now? Yes, <laughs> I can recommend. I can literally some, some low cost like fun puzzle games as well. We can we can, we right. can get into that off air. All right, and um. You know, mutuals, friend of the sh- friends of the show, hit me up to be uh, Animal Crossing friends. Switch friends. Hell yeah. And such. Sarah, what do you got? Um, uh, give me a second. I, I, I had some, I have something, but there was something else that I thought of earlier today that I really wanted to talk about that I cannot remember. It was a stupid small concept. It was a stupid small, like, concept of a thing, so... You go first. You go first. I'm going to try and rack my brain. I've, like, honestly just been doing and thinking so little lately that it's been very hard Mm -hmm. to think of, like, new Lightbringers that are, like, fresh things. Um, And I'm pretty sure this was someone's Lightbringer on a previous week, but I'm just going to say Chris Fleming's episodes of Punch Up the Jam. Oh, yeah. Because... He's just good. Like... I'm, I've been I've been continuing to listen to Punch Up the Jam since Demi left, which a lot of people didn't, because um, they were like, yeah. well, he was my entrance point into the podcast, but I've I've stuck around and Miel is still very funny and has good has some pretty decent guests on most of the time. But there's something about the Chris Fleming run that was just like they have such a good energy together, and like I I would highly recommend like if you've dipped out of the podcast to at least come back and listen to those. There's like four of them I think. Um, the um, I really recommend the uh, the the episode they did about Fall Out Boy Sugar. We're going down because they recorded ninety percent of that episode and then lost it due to a technical error. So they had they had to do it a second time. They have, yeah. and that is completely off the walls, and it's incredible. And I would recommend specifically so the good. Savage Garden episode because then you just get to think about Savage Garden. As we that's all true. Should. I. I, I I do love to just spend my son. I do love to just spend my Saturdays thinking about a chicken cherry cola. A chicken cherry cola. I really could go for a cherry cola right now. I can tell you that much. 
Every time God, we go to the same. grocery store, I grab a cherry Pepsi from the uh, the machine. They don't have cherry Coke mm. here most of the time. Ah, a cherry Pepsi. A cherry Pepsi. It's good to me. <laughs> Um, another, like, kind of sublight bringer is, um, I'm, like, finally getting some better hosting for Noise Space. Hell yeah. So, Ooh. our podcast will have proper analytics. Are y'all excited? <laughs> You'll yes. be able to know who's listening to the show, because we, that's just been a black box so far. <laughs> so we'll see how that goes. Like, it's good to have a project. Like, I was talking before about the ROM hack, which I am still working on, but, like, just finding something to keep myself occupied has been just generally the thing that I've needed to do. And so yeah, like yeah. getting the website redesigned with Mace and also getting the hosting situation refigured out has been something that's been really excited to just be like, to be able to put my mind to like, you know, have something productive, like actually yeah. productive where you can see the results of what you're doing. Where I can yeah. see the actual results of something as opposed to the ROM hack, which is mostly just for me. <laughs> I'll play the I'll play the ROM hack, sweetie pie. Oh, I think. <laughs> Was that Marge Simpson voice all crunk with you? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you for recognizing that. <laughs> Sarah uh, Sarah is now crumping in her room. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. That, that's the that's the sound I make while crumping. <laughs> and it's also the sound Marge Simpson makes while crumping, so it's good. Yeah, I recognize <laughs> that. <laughs> noises thank you you're either it's either marge or someone using a floor scrubber (laughs) i love my Um, swiffer wet jet (laughs) (laughs) uh my light bringer this week is going to be uh it's probably already been talked it's probably already been talked about i'm pretty sure alex has also made this her light bringer once but um Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood's fucking good as hell. Oh my and god! Five grams of iron. Five grams of iron is a very good podcast that you should be listening to. Hell yeah! You very much should be. Um, I um. And since that since that was also a continuation of someone else's recommendation, I'm also gonna rec- I'm also gonna put my Lightbringer uh, uh, as Revolutionary Girl Utena, which I've been watching for the first time ever with uh, my partner. It's f- it it fucking whips. It's Sarah. Like- <laughs> if I had to like like if I was just to pick one word to describe you, it would probably be lesbian. How have you not watched Utena before? I don't know. I don't. <laughs> like, I'm bad how does this at, happen? I'm I'm bad. I'm really bad at watching old anime. Like like I was I was I was able, and Utena's not even that old. Like it, it's 21 years old, so like it's old enough to drink, but like it's not like that old. <laughs> yeah. The aesthetics are intentionally aping like 80s stuff, so like that's where I got lost. Yeah, uh, but, I, I honestly anyways. thought it was much older because of that. Yeah, no, it, it does that intentionally. Happy Weed Minute, by the way. Happy, Happy Weed Minute. <laughs> Hold on, let me just wait. This no, one mine's out. not. I, I take that back. It's not Weed Minute. Too late. You're going to jail. Fuck. Happy Weed Minute. Oh yeah, I guess my phone. My phone's slightly ahead. Okay, now it's Weed Minute on the computer. Yes. Well, our um, our computers were ten seconds off when we went to Tim Ass. Well, we did know that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, or on on the five grands of iron tip, I've just. Uh, I I re I watched like the whole show between them recording episode one and episode two. <laughs> um and so I've like been trying to convince now we're at the point where we're actually rewatching the episodes along with the podcast just because like it's Salim time. Uh-huh. And like this is where the sh- the show just pops the fuck off from here to the end. So Yeah. I, I'm I, definitely going to be doing alchemy homework every 2 weeks. 
I, I'm really trying to get my sister to watch it because my sister has not seen much anime, but she does love Avatar The Last Airbender, and I feel like Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood is a great jumping-off point for anime for someone who loves Avatar. Mm. Well, yeah, that's that's what worked on Stephanie, so. Perfect. It's, uh, um, it's, it's a very good anime for people who aren't usually into anime because I think it's horny, like, twice ever, and one of them is really funny. So, like... That's nice. The one that's really funny is is uh, Gene Havoc saying that he loves big boobs. He does love big. <laughs> he does love big honka bonga loos. Yeah, he loves bank ha- bon honga honga like who's <laughs> dobon honkaros hamalaba lava lagongus. There is no way you cannot say boobs anymore. You can only say a, an increasingly an increasingly uh, fraught bastardization of bonga badalbadays. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I do say that. Kind of I do say one of them at least every day. Stephanie can cor- corroborate this. <laughs> I do love to say. Uh, I just don't bonk a hank a lose. Uh, before we get into the before we get into the closeout, I just want to say shout out to our most recent uh, Patreon. Uh, I, I pu- I'm pulling out the Patreon. List. Shout out to our most recent uh, Patreon donor, whose handle is Corleone Capone Cone Apologist. Yes, uh, it's a good name. I'm, uh, it's a good name. Um, if you guys haven't been voting in the Roy's name of the year, there's still a loser's bracket going on right now, and the name's in it fucking whip, and the actual yeah. name of the year ended up being a disappointment, so. Yeah, what was the finals? It was Math Daniel Squirrel versus what? I don't even know, but Math Daniel Squirrel did win, which, like, it's a yeah. fine, it's an okay name, but, like, it has nothing on Huge Treat. And it has nothing on Martin Luther Warlock. I don't think anything in official name of the year is as good as some of, like, the first round losers in Roy's name of the year. Like, I don't think anything in name of the year was, the official name of the year was as good as Excellent Okonkwo. <laughs> oh, I do love Excellent Okonkwo. But anyway, the losers bracket will eventually culminate in someone challenging Huge Treat for the uh, for the crown that mm-hmm. it has so far Can't won. Wait. Just because the, the losers bracket ended up a little unaligned from the main bracket. Mostly because Roy didn't understand what a losers bracket is, but that's fine. I, I didn't <laughs> just until I started watching Melee regularly. Yeah, me with fi- me but fighting. Yeah, games. fighting me game community fighting in general games. is the only reason. I've, okay, actually, what one more light bringer that I've just been watching a lot of videos of repeat. Uh, Matt, are you are you familiar with the YouTube channel Awesome Sauce? And I fucking hate that I said that out loud. It's a it's A S U M S A U S. They've been doing. They've um. They they originally just did like a bunch of like uh, a highlight re- uh, have like heavily edited highlight reels of like fucking like lucky moments in you know melee and shit like that. But they've recently started doing like micro essays about melee. Like they're like ten minutes long tops, and they're just like really cool videos about like my personal favorite is the recent one they did that was like twelve minutes long, and it's about like what exactly is and is not like quote unquote viable because that's one of the right. things that melee gets dumped on a lot for. I really really recommend their content. I think you'd love it. If I'm watching melee content, I'll usually watch my friend Zane's melee content just because, like, it's the kind of thing that wait, I, could, wait, I could. Is it? Is it? Do you mean when you say your friend Zane? Do you mean like the Zane? No, no, different Zane. Okay. He has had <laughs> that. Just... He has had that Zane on his podcast. So there was two Zanes in one place. But uh, sounds pretty no, zany. His name is. Uh, <laughs> he goes by Ipengu online. Okay. Okay. Um, but anyways, so, uh, that's been it for this week's episode of Henry Kiss and Joyce Pokemon Going to Die, Not a Threat, Just a Fact. If you want to find us, we are at HKIPGTD everywhere. That is us on Twitter. That is us at Gmail. That is us on Tumblr. That is us on Reddit. Thank you, Reddit user Bisexual Punch Party for maintaining that site. Thank you. And we are also that on Patreon. Patreon.com slash HKIPGTD is where you can go to support this podcast. $1 a month gets you access to any of all, any and all of our bonus content, pre-shows, post-shows, cut 
up for times, all that good shit. Five bucks a month gets you a special role in our Discord and a shout out on the podcast for being such a good comrade. Ten bucks a month gets you all that shit. And you can also listen to us uh, live as we record this podcast. No one's doing that right now, but we're doing it kind of a weird time, so that's understandable. Thank you very much to John Hill, your sapphic Minecraft B-wife, hmm, Burgermeister, Stephanie Ruff, Pregnant Seinfeld, David Besser, Alex Schaup, Summer Geist, Corleone Capone Cone Apologist, Tufster McGee, Rain Raven, Patrick Van Brunt, Alex H., Jacob Sears, Neve Noel Williams, Wynn, Bryce, A Sexual Fish Tank, Alex Hoot, Maximilian Robert, Bryant, Nick Clarkson, Jane Wick, Destry Hawk, Pierre the Disaster, The Tallest Jew, Non-Binary with Love Beef, Dijon A's, Chaz Goblin, and Paul Blart for Flesh Cart. We do love Paul Blart Flesh Cart around here. Thank you very much to the taxpayers for letting us use their song Evil Men as the intro music to our podcast. We uh, It's off the album Cold Hearted Town, absolute banger. Uh, thank you very much to Matt GameCube. Hey, that's me. Thank you, Matt GameCube. Uh, for hosting this and so many other great podcasts under the noisepace.xyz network. If you want to listen to, if you want to hear more of me, you can listen to me on Fear Baiting, which is the horror movie podcast that I do. I just did an episode, I just recorded an episode the other day uh, about Suspiria. Great movie. Um, and I also do The Wonder Yerks with my friends Blair and Seda, where we talk about the Animorphs. Wait, The Wonder Yerks is the name of that podcast. I think I just said, I do, the, I think I just called it My Animorphs Podcast. Um, but yeah, The Wonder Yerks. Uh, and I, oh yeah, I'm on Twitter at SunHatGenya. That's S-U-N-H-A-T-Z-H-E-N-Y-A. And I think that's everything for me. I'm Matt. Um, I run this bitch, this network. I've talked about it before in this episode even. I have several podcasts on the network, some of which I actually update, including uh, Tuning Fork, which is a podcast about music and the Pitchfork Media hype machine. Uh, we just released an episode that does not feature me and David, but instead features host of the show, OG Alex, and Stephanie talking about mm-hmm. Fiona Apple because no men should ever be talking about Fiona Apple. So we just, we deferred to them. And, That's a good choice. Uh, we, we actually did record our own episode the, the same weekend, uh, which is going to be coming out on May the 17th. So that'll be about uh, LCD Sound System. And we had Scott Matt on for Ooh. that one. Wh- which, nice. which LCD Sound System album? This is happening. Oh, I would have killed to have been on that episode. Yeah, we had we had Scott Matt on it for for it though, and uh, so that one will be up. On I the cannot 17th, wait to hear that. Which um, this is going to kill you, Sarah. But May seventeenth is the ten year ten year anniversary of that album coming out. Jesus fuck. Yeah, doesn't that uh, doesn't that just make you old, huh? I mean that that doesn't make me feel that old because I didn't actually get into LCD Sound System until a couple of years after they'd already broken up. Yeah. What made me feel old was when was when Plastic Beach turned ten this year. Yeah. And then, that was like, uh, yeah, that was I, like also, more... I also have Elite Full Restore, a Pokemon podcast. I'm trying to get someone on to record about the beta Pokemon that were all leaked. Um, Just, when I, I, I can't talk, I can't talk, uh, if you want me to come on, I can't talk about, I can't talk at length about any of them except for Kotoro and Beta Wooper. That's all I will talk about. <laughs> I mean, Kotoro was in a previous, previous leak, so it wouldn't be the I know, I know, but I'll still, that's still the only thing I'm going to talk about. Yeah, Tiggy Ball, You understand. Tiggy Ball real. Yeah. Val? Uh, I'm Val Flight Cub. You can find me on Twitter at Flight Cub B. Um, so that's Flight Cub with a second B, which stands for Twitter. Uh, <laughs> I am on. I think you've done that one before, but it, <laughs> that kills me. It was on when I was on fear baiting. Uh, Blair came up with yeah. that. That the second B stands for Twitter. Um, I am on a couple um, Noise Space podcasts sprinkled around. I just yesterday recorded an episode of um, Podcasting is Forbidden with the Cloud Recesses. With the Cloud? No. In the in. Cloud Recesses. In. With the wives of Roy and Fallon. Um, so that should be up very soon. 
and uh, I'm, you know, I'm around. Hell yeah. Pog. Yeah, poggers. Yeah, sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) I... I, I I've managed to keep myself from I, I've been saying that's that's kind of worked its way into my speech a lot and I managed to keep myself from saying it on podcasts <laughs> but the flip I just accidentally broke like you know how in, you know how when you play hearts you can't play a heart until hearts are broken pog uh-huh. has been broken yeah. <laughs> um Sarah would you say pog that you have been, been on broken. podcasts all right. Th- thanks for listening to Henry Kissinger's Pokemon <laughs> going to die everyone I'm just not gonna fucking acknowledge you there Matt uh, not a threat. <laughs> Just a fact. Uh, Memento Pokemori. Memento Pokemori. Memento Pogamori. Memento Pogamori. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> ladies, 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 ladies. Ladies, 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 ladies. Ladies, 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 ladies. Ladies, 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 ladies. <laughs>